Now you have a situation in which the government is being accused of corruption by the NDP and others. And, and it's, I think it's that it's the corruption accusations or even the, you know, the cloud of it. That might be what might be turning people off. I don't know if people even know, to frankly, where the green belt is, in all honesty. But, but just the process of it may be leaving people with a bad taste. There you go. That is Colin DeMello of Global Watching All Things Queen's Park. He was uh, on with Greg Brady, updating the latest in Premier Ford's uh, growing Greenbelt scandal. And, of course, news that uh, the staffer named in Bonnie Lissick's Greenbelt report, Ryan Amato, uh, resigned on Tuesday. And I guess he is the first to go under the bus. Blamed for the decision to uh, open the green belt with the allegation being that all but one of the 15 sites taken out last year were done by Amato, who was said to be given packages at an industry event by two key developers and they had access, Mr. Amato, and then wound up with 92% of the land that had been removed. All of this, we are to believe, was done without Steve Clark, the boss, the minister, uh, not signing off, which would be impossible to believe. Nonetheless, this is not going away. And the RCMP has now been called in to investigate by the OPP. And that is, I think, standard operating procedure, given the OPP had looked into this. And that is uh, to avoid conflicts of interest because the province points the chief. Let me bring in Jamie Ellerton, strategist and founding partner of Canaptis. And uh, once upon a time, Jamie, you were a staffer. So welcome. Good morning, Alex. I won't throw you under the bus. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Nonetheless, we got um, a statement from Ryan Amato, um, and he says the the public statements about me in recent weeks have unfairly depicted me and my role regarding the Greenbelt. I'm confident I have acted appropriately, and that a fair and complete investigation will reach the same conclusion. However. These public statements have made it impossible as a practical matter for me to continue in my present role. And so he has stepped down, um, and I feel kind of badly for him because I think he was always going to be. Once he was named in Bonnie Lissick's report, there's no way he was going to stay. I just wonder why they didn't do it, and, like rip the Band-Aid off altogether and, and stem the bleeding. I think the answer to that is in so much of our politics nowadays, accountability is dead, and they thought they could go out there with the gusto you saw. You saw the premier... That he takes full responsibility, but doesn't really say what he was going to do about it uh, after the report came out. And they wanted to see if they could ride this out. I think as we've seen over the past now couple of weeks, that's not going to be the case. And uh, Mr. Amato, unfortunately, it looks like he's going to be the first person to go under the proverbial bus. Um, and this is also now no longer simply just a political matter and for the machinery of government. Yeah. Uh, the fact that the OPP effectively has confirmed they have been investigating this for months, uh, and as a result of where the investigation's at, and as you rightly pointed out, the conflicts of interest, the perception of conflict of interest of the OPP investigating it, the, the own government that funds it uh, and leads that sort of thing, they've handed it off to the RCMP. Uh, so this is a very serious now policing matter. And uh, if you go back to the Dalton McGinty era when the gas plant scandal first broke, oh, uh, and those yeah. headlines, and how many years later we saw actual criminal charges laid. It took like three, was, three years, three years just on that investigation. I was going through some of the scandals, Jamie, right? and you go through, you've got... Like literally, uh, the orange scandal, scandal, which was just a, should have been so much bigger, um, that took years to investigate. Years to investigate went nowhere, but the gas plant went oh, years. It keeps it in the headlines, right? It just keeps it there, and then you can use words like corruption and police and all this stuff. It just will plague Ford. 
Yeah. So I think one of the first things anyone who does with crisis communications will tell you is get to the worst point you're going to have to reach as fast as possible to give you a chance to then move forward. Uh, and I don't think the Premier's office has done that here. They continue to kind of drag this out. I, I do think Ryan Amato resigning uh, is, is the first as to what that is. And perhaps it took some time for what his resigning uh, effectively severance package is going to be. And I guess people will see in the sunshine <laughs> list what that is next year. I guess so. Um, but, it, you know, look, the opposition's not going to be happy about this, and nor should they. I mean, this is a guy who went on camera right before the election and said, I'm not going to touch it. So why, uh, you know, we find ourselves here when he knew that he'd get more scrutiny than anybody, you know, they, they ought to have known. Um, but to, to get to the nub of the issue, maybe they don't feel like they've gotten, um, you know, maybe they know more is coming out. There's no question more is coming out, Jamie, because reporters will look and find and well, they won't stop until they find another you know that smoke yeah now even the most ardent of uh, pc supporters i know who are very much regularly carry water for premier ford and yeah. everything this government does and sometimes takes it on the chin find the, re- the response of this government so far has been incredulous and Crazy. don't believe yeah. that ryan amato is truly acting alone and did all of this and this cloak and daggers and secrecy there's no way at public events so there's definitely i think more to come on this uh, and I think the fact the government's just landed in the middle of the summer is uh, playing to their benefit. People have vacations, everything slows down in the summer, and the kind of daily scrutiny is not yet there. Um, and I think this is just going to continue. Uh, I have no doubt the Assembly of uh, Municipalities of Ontario, a big annual conference uh, where municipal leaders from across the province gather, has been taking place in London all week. Uh, and this has very much been the chatter in the halls <laughs> and the hallways of, of that conference. So this is not going to go away. It's not going to go away because just as it quiets, then we'll get like another drop. Something else will drop. Something, it, it takes a little drop to create headlines uh, for weeks. And so, again, I, I don't think that they can't put the toothpaste back in the tube at this point. So on a crisis communications level, uh, Jamie, they have missed that window where they can't tap it down anymore because they didn't rip the Band-Aid off. And uh, again, a total misstep. And, and to your point, I know of very few, maybe one or two, who are kind of just saying, yeah, it's, it'll go away, don't worry. But no, I'm sorry. It's, it, it, it looks every bit as bad as when the Liberals did it with all their many, many scandals. Yeah, and like I think you've heard Colin DeMello really say it well on Greg Brady's show this morning and talking about, you know, some people might not know the specifics of where the Green Bill is and which parts of the land and what yeah, it means. Yeah. Uh, but the actions of what have been transpired here and what are already clearly in, in, effectively indisputable in the Auditor General's report of how this took place doesn't pass muster in terms of what the government's response is. It does have the whiff of corruption that there's so much more that they're not telling us. And the more they keep that cloud of suspicion over them, the harder it'll be for this government to do anything. Uh, so there's definitely going to be ongoing conversations mm-hmm. in the Premier's office as to who knew what and when uh, and a more fulsome investigation. Uh, and they'll also look at how they need to protect themselves politically in terms of who effectively needs to be sacrificed at the altar of public well, opinion to get thrown under the bus next so that this government continues to live on. But then the finger points to the entire cabinet. They signed off on this. I mean, Peter Bethlefalvi, great guy, nice guy, but you're the finance minister. Did they all sign off on this? Were you all good with this? Did you know any of this? This is where it goes, right? Then you got the integrity report. You got all these things coming out. So... I would think that there's probably a, a lot of tension behind the scenes, but uh, we'll, we'll see what else uh, comes out today. I, I'm out of time, Jamie. I appreciate yours. Thanks, Doc. That is uh, Jamie Elderton, who's uh, been behind the scenes. So, yeah, no, it will stay, and it's not going anywhere. Where there's smoke, there's fire. There's a lot of smoke here.